got that blast beats and bikes down at McAllister College. I'm putting off of my city like she puts on nail polish. No way, go ahead. They on their wallets. They want it. They drink like alcoholics. Going in a bolus. I come through on the stage. No, I misbehave. I'm coming out the cage. Got a cover like rage. And if they want to come back, then they know that they heard it. Because when I got that energy, I'm going to disperse it. We coming at you. We coming at you. Chilling with my dogs, they call it the dog catcher. We coming at you. We coming at you. Chilling with my dogs, they call it the dog catcher. Last beats and bikes, say what they like. I'm out best. No wait, just like rifle. They grab the rifle, so insightful. Coming here collected. Cause they didn't know they bred farming, throwing interception. If they want to come with it, I spin it. I get specific, I get prolific. They are eclipsing, they miss it. I'm double fisting, I christen, I'm the given. It's God given, I'm coming to spit the sickness. We coming at ya, we coming at ya. Chilling with my dogs, they calling a dog catcher. We coming at ya, we coming at ya. Chilling with my dogs, they calling a dog catcher. Is this metal enough for the show yet, Jay? Jay, we're coming at ya. Chilling with my dogs and calling the dog catcher. We coming at ya. We coming at ya. Chilling with my dogs and calling the dog catcher. Welcome to Blast Beats and Bicycles here at 91.7 FM, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. We've got a great show ahead of you. We've got a recorded interview with Fred Sabatka of Sabatka Photography. Fred's a local uh, event photographer and does a lot of work in the metal uh, concert photography space. So we talked a lot about some of the shows we've seen. And then later on this evening, you're going to hear some of the songs from bands that Fred and I have attended uh, concerts together with. So anyway, uh, here we go with the recorded interview with Fred Sabatka of Sabatka Photography here at Blast Beats and Bicycles, 91.7 FM, WMCN, McAllister College Radio, St. Paul, Minnesota. All right, so Fred, uh, tell me a little bit about your background. How long have you been hitting, shooting professionally? 
professionally, I've been shooting like about, I don't know, like four or five years. Okay. I, it seems like I've shot my entire life, but I, I didn't get paid until about five years ago. Okay. I started out shooting in film, mm -hmm. uh, with film. And it's interesting, my mother passed away here about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And we are going through uh, old pictures, you know, we dug up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a picture of me, like about seven years old, with one of those square, old yeah. square cameras. Yeah, you know, I had one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't even recall that, but so apparently I've had a real interest in photography for a long time. That's fantastic. <laughs> And so uh, you've got a really diverse port portfolio. I mean, you, you shoot a lot of different subjects. What got you excited about shooting metal shows? Well, I've wanted to do it forever, and I just I didn't know how to get into it. I've been shooting a lot of uh, stuff, um, you know, the, like the, in the park sure. sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, these things, I take the camera along and shoot those. And uh, a guy that I used to work with, I ran into him on the weekend, and he told me he was doing this thing for Twin Cities Media, where there wasn't that many people at the time, but they were doing it where they'd go and shoot a concert through a review that's wrote online. Yeah. And they were looking for people. I said, well, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of concert photography. I'd be willing to do it. He went along with me the first couple of times. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I guess that was about two years ago. Shortly after I started, somebody broke into my car and stole most of my equipment. Oh my gosh, you just have had the worst <laughs> luck. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, I've gotten all that replaced since. And, um, I don't know, I just enjoy doing the, doing the concert thing now. And uh, you've obviously uh, shot a lot of shows. Do you remember your first true metal show that you shot? That I shot? I guess the one I remember the most was uh, Impaler. Um, I had, you know, it's, it's interesting because I grew up uh, in the area in, uh, in the 80s. Yeah, and I you know I remember Air Force. Oh sure. And I saw them come back here the last year or so. Mm -hmm. I remember them from when I was you know, back in the eighties. You know, yeah. Bar hopping and, and uh, I had never ran into a paler, which is interesting. Because yeah. Be, they would have been right up my alley. Absolutely. <laughs> but I saw them and I, the first time I saw them, I just you know couldn't believe the stuff they're doing. And, Especially with Bill's advanced stage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, what were some of your more memorable shows? I mean, you've shot everybody from small garage bands all the way up to big arena shows. What are some of your more memorable shows? Well, um, uh, Impaler, of course. Yeah. And some of the bigger, one of, one of my early shows, at, at Twin Cities Media, you, you basically have to uh, sign up for a, a concert. Okay. And there's however many photographers, they're all fighting for the same concert. Sure. You know, and... Gene Simmons came in late. He was doing a, a fundraiser for, um, I think it was the Houston... Um, yeah, the hurricane, hurricane relief. Yeah, I was at that show, in fact. And um, so he, he announced it very late. I signed up for that and got into it somehow. And, um, and that's the, the first more medalist kind of concert uh, mm -hmm. And he had... Um, Ace Freely there. Yeah. And Everybody Ace, who listens to my show knows that Ace is God. Ace is, is my hero. I've got a picture of Ace kind of bending down, playing the guitar, and he's pointing his finger at me. Oh. I'm probably going to buy that from you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Ace was... Uh, there are a lot of the concert genius holding him up. You know, he's behind him. And yep. Making sure he didn't fall over. So, yeah. Uh, this is not as... 
healthy as he used to be. No, no. Although he's uh, he's put on some some really good shows of late. I've seen him yeah. four or five times in the last few years, and he it still puts on a pretty good show. He can, he can still really play the guitar. Yeah, he I can. Surprise. Yep, absolutely. So that, you know, that's one I want to do. Yeah, I uh, I saw through as I was looking through your portfolio online. I saw that you recently were at the gathering of the Juggalos. I gotta I gotta know what that was like. That was interesting. <laughs> there was it was the out, outdoor at um, um, the caboose. Oh, really? They had they had a bunch of bands inside and a bunch yep. of bands outside. I don't know for whatever reason the last minute before the bands canceled out, but they had three other bands that played before um, they came on, mm-hmm. and one of them was Mushroomhead, the yep. band that I've always wanted to shoot. But I've, I've signed up for them past, and for whatever reason they declined us, so hmm. I've never seen them. But they were there, I was able to shoot them. And um, for, the, for the three openers before um, they came on, there were uh, four or five photographers that were in the picture. Yeah. Then uh, they, they come up and it's me and another guy, and the other guy's kind of hanging towards the exit in the pit, you know, getting ready to get out. <laughs> They're all saying, you know, you're going to get drenched, you're going to get just soaked. But they didn't actually start spraying people down until I think about the third song. <laughs> and, and I was watching, but I did. I got caught on the wrong end, and I did get, get hosed down pretty good with the oh, no. guy at Fago. But <laughs> I was able to protect my cameras. That's uh, good. <laughs> you got to protect the tools straight. <laughs> yeah, there's some amazing shots. So yeah, they're a real interesting band to shoot. It's uh, I don't know how people avoid not getting hurt there. Yeah. Because they got the two liter bottles are shaking up. Oh. They're about half full and they launch them into the crowd. Oh wow. And they throw them up so high in the air that you can't even see where they are. Seriously. And they're just you know coming down. Spraying soda everywhere. And I didn't see anybody <laughs> actually get hit with the with the half empty <laughs> bottles. But. Wow. Yeah, it was it was crazy. You know, that's an interesting thing. As as you shoot a show like that, how much of the entertainment is the crowd and yeah. uh, and the band, right? I like taking pictures of the crowd too. You know, we're a lot of uh, a lot of rowdy people in the crowd. A lot of people, you know, dressed up with the makeup. On. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was an interesting concert. <laughs> so, are do, are you always going and shooting shows under Twin Cities Media? You know, as as press essentially, or are you ever working directly with the bands when you go shoot? I have done a couple working with the bands, um, but for the most part, it's through Twin Cities Media. Yeah. And in, in a lot of cases, when when you work directly with the band, they'll, they'll be paid too. Yeah. Whereas with Twin Cities Media, it's more of an editorial sort of thing. Sure. And uh, and when you when you go there under those auspices, as you you know under their umbrella, so to speak, uh, do you have pretty free reign of the of the concert floor? What's your uh, how does that work for you from an access standpoint? Uh, depends on uh, either the band or the venue. Sometimes they'll give you a ticket in addition to a photo pass. Okay. Otherwise, the photo pass is you know whatever the band will allow. Sure. Three songs. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson only allowed one. Wow. Um, in this moment had allowed a full the full set mm-hmm. but when I shot them they only allowed the first three songs interesting yeah I, I really was looking forward to shooting those them and I was hoping to shoot yeah. the entire concert but it was only the three songs and uh, do you have to negotiate with the band themselves or do you just work through the venue to deal with those those issues as far as the number of songs or yeah that? and how does that how does that play out usually that's that's all laid out in advance they've got a lot of them have contracts where you have to sign a contract and sure. you get X number of songs no flash um, you can't post pictures on certain social media you can't you can't sell pictures right. you post them on t-shirts and right like yeah so um, a lot of that's already laid out it's just you know standard 
boilerplate. Sure. Yeah. And every band, it sounds like, has different restrictions on stuff. They do. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And so you talked a little bit about what it was like to be at that Juggalo show. What's it like being in front of the stage and down in that, that pit uh, at some of these shows? Uh, it's it's really incredible. There, there's so much going on. <laughs> you never know what the lighting is going to be like. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to be really intense light. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, uh, Shine Down and uh, Godsmack and... Uh, Disturbed. They had. They have a lot of um, fire. Yeah, fire techniques. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that just blows everything off. I so bet. You're, you're just flipping, you know, switches on the camera, trying to get <laughs> a good aperture where things don't look too blown out and yeah. too dark. And so I don't know. For me, it's one of the you know, one of the biggest rushes for 10, 15 minutes, whatever it lasts. I bet. You get in and you try to get the best pictures you can, and you know, you don't know what the lighting is. Yeah. Well, I'm really curious that that whole thing is is really interesting to me because you get, you've got the foreground where you've got the musicians, whether you're focusing on the lead singer or the guitarist, and then you've got, you know, <laughs> flames going out behind you or different color lights changing. I mean, how do you move that quickly to change based on the environment? I don't know. It's not, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Sometimes you just kind of, I mean, there's times where I'll just start flipping things and watch and, and see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it depends whether you want to have like the artist exposed sure. correctly, or yep. if you know if you want to do flames, then you really have to expose for the flames sure. and underexpose the person. Mm-hmm. But I really like flames, so I like to get the flames there, you know, texture, blow stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's got to be different too, depending on the size of a venue. I mean, it's got to really change if you're sitting at the Turf Club for an impaler show yeah. or you're at you know target center for a godsmack for example yeah yeah it can, it can be really I, although dirt club is one of my favorite places to shoot just because you know you can get in there you can get front row and, yeah you know, the stage only comes up to about i don't know maybe a little bit above your waist mm-hmm. so you get a real good shot of the, of the band yeah although then sometimes you get metal in and they're they start moshing and there's been a couple of times where I've nearly been pulled over and I bet I bet it gets a little crazy yeah but um and I shot Skeleton Witch at uh, the Turf Club wow and there were um, which I thought was a pretty small venue but, but you know some of the surprising thing about the Turf Club is they get some awfully they do get some big regional or yeah. you know sort of national level acts yeah so I, I was surprised with some of those with the Skeleton Witch there were uh, people from the crowd trying to jump up on the stage, and, and all of a sudden they're oh, trying geez. to shoot. And there's guys coming over my shoulder, oh, and they get about man. three quarters up, and they give, they give up, and then they yeah. go back into, oh, the, God. into the audience. <laughs> so finally, I don't, this one guy, a bunch of his friends, grabbed him and threw him up on the stage. You know, and the guy gets up and he's shaking his head, <laughs> and then he dives back into the audience oh, head man. first. Crazy, yeah. You know, those are the sorts of things you don't see in the big venues. Yeah. So you're you're in front of the barricades in most of those big venues, I'm assuming, right? A lot of them uh, we have shoot from the soundboard also. Oh, sure. So then kind of behind the the first wave of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, do you find that the musicians interact with you differently depending on the size of the venue? No, I think it's more the musician. There's some that are real. You know, they really come down and, and try to interact with you and, like, you know, point their fingers at you yeah. and, and do things. Give you a great candy. shot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the doctors love that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Well, you know, that's I'm, I'm curious to know about that too. I mean, how do you sort of establish a rapport with with someone? Do you make eye contact with the performers and let them know, kind of, hey, work with me? Or I mean, is there a sort of a nonverbal communication or no? It's so different from one act to the next. Some of them will respond to that, and a lot of them, yeah, they just do their thing. Sure. And they, you know, do they recognize that this is where the photographer is, and so I'm going to play to that? I mean, do they just sort of play to you as a prop almost? A lot of them really do. And, uh, Shinedown was real good with that. God smacked both feet. Um, they were they were really great to shoot. Yeah. Sustainable. Yeah. And so uh, I know that you've done some studio photography, for example, with Impaler. Have you been doing a little bit more of that? You know, sort of promotional type. It seems really hard to get them all together. Um, fans, I. I push for it because it's a lot easier to get you know, you control the lighting. Right? Sure. To where you get a much better shot. But, uh, I don't know, it seems like the bands are, are always busy. So yeah. It's hard to, uh, I'm sure. But in Pale they're, they're just crazy. They love doing stuff. <laughs> I mean, their whole show is show business, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's really a fun, a fun show. Yeah. Um, so I think I've seen them five or six times now, and I'm signed up again to shoot them two more times this year. That's great. So, but yeah, I just love this. Yeah, they they really put on a great show. They were a lot of fun. Um, you know, I want to get back to a little bit of the discussion we had around shooting environment and that kind of thing. And do you do you work with presets? I mean, do you have like certain settings on your camera that are loaded in so you can just go bang? Here's my green light, for example. Um, I usually go in with like one two hundred for the second is a pretty good. Um, shutter speed to start out with. It depends if the band moves around a lot or if sure. fairly stationary. Yep. But that, that's usually a pretty good shutter speed to, to start with. Mm-hmm. And then I usually just shoot as wide open as I can with an aperture. Yeah. And then it's, it's more just adjusting the ISO to be able to accommodate the lighting. Yeah. And most of the night I spend messing around with ISO uh, to try to get the shot whether the lights are up or down. Right. But sometimes you know, get bands that are jumping all over the place and they have to go with the faster shutter speed. Sure. So it, it kind of it, it depends a lot on exactly who it is. Yeah. What, uh, what's what's your shooting rig like when you go to a show? Do you just take one, one body and one lens or do you have multiples? I usually take two bodies and then depending on where we shoot, if we shoot from the soundboard, then I'll take a longer lens, like a 200 millimeter. Yep. Um, and if we're shooting from the pit, then it's all like wide angle, like um, 15 to 35, uh, 24 to 70, you know, yeah. stuff is, it's, it's, no, well, maybe a good zoom and try to get a close up of um, like the lead singer or something. I got a really nice shot of um, the lead singer from Godsmack. His veins are popping out wow. of the neck. <laughs> That's great. What uh, what challenges does shooting from the soundboard create that are different from shooting down down the pit? Usually, it's because uh, the audience, you know, people. What are, well, everybody's got a cell phone now, and everybody right. wants to get videos of the band and all that so, light, that blue light in your face. Yeah. So the cell phones up in the air, and people are constantly, you know, hands in the air, yeah, and face and things. Yeah. So, and, and occasionally they'll put something on their shoulders. Yeah. That, that's probably the worst part. Yeah. But trying to, you know, trying to get close-ups of the of the bands too. Is really difficult. Yeah. Are there? Do you typically get to shoot from both places during a show, or is it one or the other? It's usually one or the other. Due to, if they, if like, 
a lot of places it seems like if they sell out, yeah. then they'll fill up, they'll try to fill everything up right up to the station. Sure. And um, then we're going to shoot for the but uh, I don't know, maybe, it's maybe 50 50. Yeah. I suppose the size of the venue matters a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that makes a difference. What's your favorite venue to shoot? I don't know, I think by, uh, depending on the acts, you know, you kind of have to go with the acts, but I just, I love the turf club because yeah. it's, you know, it's so homey and small. It's a really intimate place. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're no more than 40 feet from the stage, no matter where you are in the building. Yeah. And it's really easy to get around to the front of the stage. Yeah, so it's fun. They, you know, you don't get all the acts there, so uh, other places. I don't know, it's kind of cool to shoot like U.S. Bank Stadium and Center. I don't know that I'm going to shoot there all the time. Yeah. Just once in a while. It's nice to see a little variety. Is, uh, is a place like U.S. Bank pretty accommodating yeah. photographers? I mean, they have a pretty easy system for access and getting I, in and out. I think when I've shot there, we've shot pit all the time. And they usually have really large pits, which is kind of nice. Yeah. You're not bumping into the other photographers. Right. Yeah. I suppose, you know, depending on who's there shooting and what they're shooting for, there could be a big cluster yeah. of a bunch of guys in the same spot yeah. right below the lead singer or that kind of thing. It's, it is kind of a little brotherhood, though. It seems like I keep running into the, the same guys, you know. Yeah, over and over and over. I bet. But it's kind of nice you get to know them, you know, to kind of hang out with them. That's cool. Yeah. So you can share war uh, stories or yeah. tips and tricks. Yeah. <laughs> do uh, Do you ever feel? Do you feel like you got a style or sort of a signature to your photography when you're shooting a metal show? I like light. I like to like emphasize the light. Um, I shot the the Medus last year. The metal one. Yep. And uh, Bill Colbert. Yep. Colbert, who's running the lights? He did a really great job with the lights. And he had lights like going under people's arms and wow. and things. And so I was trying to brush those up a little bit. Yeah. Emphasize those. Fun. He some really cool shots and stuff. I like bet. That. Yeah. That's really fun. Do you find that uh, lighting designers understand the environment they're creating for you? Um. Some of them do. I don't think all of them do. Um, sometimes it seems like they just set the lights and let them go. You know? Yeah, right. But a lot of them really like to play around with the lights, and that can create some really cool shots. I can imagine. Yeah, especially if you've got some long hair and a big halo behind yeah. it. You know, think about those. You know, iconic Zeppelin pictures, and yeah, that's really got to be a lot of fun if you've got somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah, it is on then, the light board. You know, then you're trying to get in a position too where you get somebody behind you know, so that their heads. Got a halo, or the, the lights halo yep. around their head. Yep. You uh, you shoot for Twin Cities Media. What's the economics like for a, a professional photographer? I mean, it's it's hard to make much money in um, concert photography anymore. There's so many people that really love to do it. Sure, you know there there are bands that will pay you to come and shoot. They're usually smaller bands that are starting out. Yeah, you know so. Um, I mean, it's not, I don't think it's a place where you can really make a living at just shooting concerts yeah. anymore. Unless you can hook up with a big band and be your, you know, their main photographer. Sure. I mean, it's just like anything. you got to be a sort of a jack-of-all-trades yeah. these days, which is, you know, why you probably you have such a wide-ranging portfolio. Yeah. And uh, so 
as you think about other a- avenues for your for photography, do you have other ways that you can use your images? I mean, do you have the ability to sell occasionally your concert stuff? Uh, not really. A lot of the big bands you can't sell the pictures. Right. You know, and that's where a lot of the demand would be. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bands. Smaller. Some of the smaller bands will uh, try to buy uh, some of the some of the concert. Sure. Um, there's a little bit of money, but there's you know, not yeah. a lot. Right. And so, obviously, you do it because you have a passion for it. Yeah. What uh, What drives you to continue to want to do the, you know, the concert stuff? I don't know. Just it's. I mean, it was back, you know, back to that rush again. It's for 15 rush. Never, I don't think you can get that anywhere else. Doing anything. Certainly, yeah. I've been going along. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're living, you're reliving your experience, right? <laughs> but you know, it's it's great. It's great to be known with the same guys and to see some some, some acts that I grew up with. That, mm-hmm. You know that I really love that I can shoot them now. It's, it's really it's fun. I, you know, I'm honestly I'm having the exact same experience with my radio show because I had the radio show 30 years ago at oh, McAllister, wow. uh, and I would get to go out and see Dare Force and Impaler and all these guys, and I, I had the chance to interview a handful of them even back then and so now to have them come back and be on the show or you know do a phone interview with me or whatever is really fun so were they different back in the, in the day than what they are they are, were they're a little more relaxed today <laughs> <laughs> a little less coffee yeah exactly exactly or other substances from time to time <laughs> yeah it seems like the guys that I run into especially the older guys they're just the nicest guys in the world it's like, unbelievable Bill he do almost anything and John O'Neill and yeah those guys, those guys are the nicest guys I know it's just really it's really been fun to reconnect with them and connect for the first time with those guys that I thought you know these are the metal lords in, in Minneapolis yeah. and you know we're up on a very high pedestal in my mind and now it's just like you know they're the, the friendliest nicest guys in the whole world yeah it's, it's kind of hard for me to visualize Bill working in a hospital and I'll be in therapy Bill from Impaler hey my favorite of that whole thing is the fact that he just terrified all of these Washington wives and just was like the poster child for all of that record nonsense and he couldn't be nicer. Yeah. <laughs> it is really fun. And it's kind of a fun thing to see, you know, like you said, to see a resurgence in that and to see, you know, a lot of those those old bands uh, coming back and having some yeah. success. And even like with Air Force putting out new records. Yeah. You know, that's really cool. And Impaler's got new records coming out too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really fun to see. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to have a couple uh, concert shots on. I can't remember if it was the latest. CD they're putting out, but I worked with Bill to get him a couple. That's great. Concert shots. Well, yeah, they're doing their first avenue, their live record coming out. I think this fall, they're doing a live at uh, First Avenue record. So maybe that's the that's the stuff. Yeah, I'm not sure. He he pressed it a little uh, month or so ago. That's great. So, uh, are you able to appreciate the shows as a fan? I mean, when you go, I mean, sometimes you get a you get a ticket plus the chance to be in the pit. Do you really have a chance to sit back and enjoy it just yeah. for yourself? Yeah, I, I, quite often. There's a lot of concerts where it's three songs and then you have to leave the venue, so it's not possible. But, right. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. Personally, I, I 
if I sit and watch a concert, I'll think, oh, God, I could have cut a shot. <laughs> I want a green shot that would have been. Yeah. You know, there's too much of that going on, so I prefer not to watch it. <laughs> I, saw, I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were at that uh, concert, uh, you know, at the end. Where, uh, oh, at uh, Live Aid. And, you know, yeah. everybody else is watching the concert. I'm watching a bit where they're <laughs> 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 Probably, you know, I'm not much of a photographer. My wife is the photographer in the family. But I had one big miss in my life. Um, I was a tennis player in college. And so um, Yvonne Lendl and Pat Cash came to play an exhibition match oh, wow. in 1987 or 89 or something like that at the old Met Stadium or Met Center. And uh, my buddy and I from the tennis team at McAllister got tickets literally on center court right on the net. We were right behind the photographers. And they were playing, you know, as part of it, they did a celebrity pro-am doubles thing. And Lendl was screwing around. And and Yvonne Lendl was very straight-laced and uptight on tour. At least that was his persona. And so I'm shooting away, and I said, okay, I'm going to put my camera down. Just watch. And the minute I put my camera down, he mooned the crowd. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Once in a lifetime. <laughs> Once in a lifetime. And I missed it. Oh, that was the worst. That was the worst. So that's what I get for being a fan. <laughs> that was really funny. So uh, who's your favorite metal band to shoot? I mean, who do you, who, who have you really loved shooting their show? I really like shooting in this moment. Um, the visuals are just unbelievable. They're one of the most visually stunning shows that I've seen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. And when I shot them, I only got to shoot the first three songs. I was really, everybody's going, they let you shoot the entire concert. You're going to love it. <laughs> I get there and they said the first three songs and I was really bummed out. Yeah. Where did you shoot them? Where did they play? It was in Mankato, of all places. Interesting. I've been shooting more stuff in Mankato because they get some big acts. Yeah. And they're they're easy to you know to get into. It's, there's not a whole lot of photographers that want to drive down to Mankato. Sure. Yeah. That's. I great. just had disturbed down there uh, last Sunday. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And so, in, in this moment, what were some of the things that were sort of iconic to you in, as you were shooting? What were some of the shots that you remember that were yeah. particularly exciting? They uh, well, they they do. Uh, the, the whole um, costumes and lighting, lighting behind yeah. um, the acts. You know, I mean, it's, it's just it's visually very stunning. Yeah. And uh, I've never seen anybody at the end of the, the third song. She came out with a gas hose type of thing, shooting fog off into the air. I've never <laughs> seen anything like that before. And it was really thick fog, too. Yeah. That's not your standard concert fog. That's right. Special souped up fog. I remember seeing that they. Uh, I was I was disappointed because they. I saw them at the Northern Invasion uh, Festival a couple of years ago over at Somerset, and they played in the middle of the day, and it was. I mean, obviously, a lot of their show was was sort of toned down just because they didn't have the full you know light show or whatever else to take advantage of. Uh, it's just such a creepy feel. It is. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, yeah, they put on a fun show. Who's uh, have you ever had a, a band that was particularly challenging to work with? Uh, I don't remember the name. It was at um, Skyway. They were backlit and they had um, hoods on. Oh, jeez! No front lighting. Oh, geez. I don't think I got a single <laughs> shot of their face. Oh man, it was all backlit. <laughs> there are a couple other guys here, and every time I see them, we talk about it again. 
<laughs> Work with me. Help me help you, right? But there are there are venues where they don't the lights aren't real bright and they're kind yeah. of hard to deal with here. Um, and I'm not sure, you know, if that's part of their the way they want to present the bands in yeah, particular right. venue, but it's dark um, it's, and evil. And it's no front of the congregation. No. <laughs> right, because, I mean, the, more, the wider you open your aperture, the more likely you are to have problems with, uh, you know, graininess and all of that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a tricky environment. Um, do you have a favorite metal band just that you enjoy listening to? I still listen to a lot of the old stuff. I listen to um, Black Sabbath and PCBC um, and... Um, I just started listening to Mop the Hoople again. I shot them at, at First Avenue. <laughs> That's great. And Royce to Cult. I mean, yeah. you know, a lot of these really old. Mm -hmm. I'm going deep, too. I, I got a couple a year or so ago, I got the Judas Priest Rockarola on vinyl. And I just love sitting to listen to that. And I've started getting into Hawkwind a little bit, too. You know, Lemmy's first sort of first real band. Yeah. They're trippy as all get up. <laughs> You know, I'll mix it up. I'm throwing a lot of different stuff. Mm -hmm. I still like this with Pro Jam. But I don't know the old rock and roll. I don't know if it's because that's what I grew up with. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just love that. Yeah. You've had a chance to shoot some other non-metal shows. Like, I saw some, some share images in your uh, yeah. in your portfolio. That must have been an interesting show. Yeah. Um, I was surprised for her age. She still uh, is able to... Well, I you know, her voice yeah. is still there, and um, she moved around really well, and, um, and, you know, she still looks really well. Yeah. Um, and not too, maybe like six months ago, I shot Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. Oh, I bet that was fun. Stewart's like 77 years old. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's not the Rod Stewart I recall. <laughs> that was kind of interesting. He was a uh, first three songs in out. Yeah. And... He started, he was supposed to start at 9 o'clock, he started about 10 to 9. We got out on the third song. So we <laughs> shot one song, the third song. Wow. Wow. And then everybody was scrambling, trying to get enough shots to put in an article. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and the, the, the word was that he started early because he wanted to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess you're the, you're the star of the show. You can do whatever yeah. you want, right? <laughs> So what are, what are some of the things that you like to shoot outside of concerts? What, what are some of your passions? I shoot a lot for Special Olympics, and I just love, I look forward to the um, Polar Plunges every year. Oh, I yeah. I've never done one. No. <laughs> no. I haven't either, but uh, they're a blast to shoot. I bet. The, the people are just crazy, some of the stuff. They do the different ways of entering the water. Right. Um, you know, just watching some of the, the acrobatics they use, yep. some of the costumes. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of them seem as though they've been drinking for a few hours, which kind of makes things... Lower their body temperature <laughs> down to the... <laughs> Although I've only seen one guy turn away, and uh, he had a hard time walking. Oh, the, boy. So Yikes. I don't know if you've ever been to one of the polar plunges where the, uh, um, the guys have jumped their bicycles. Into, yeah. yeah, Dustin Grice and the yeah. ride guys. Yeah, I shoot him, too. Um, Do you? I've been... Um, Washington Fair I've been to a few times. I was out, actually out to the factory a few times. Have you really? No kidding. But now he's closed yeah, down. Yeah, that's a bummer. And yeah, I've gotten to know him a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I don't shoot him a lot, but I shoot him on occasion. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just shot him the last. In Minneapolis, they did him and two other guys um, went in. And I shot them this past year. Fun. Two years ago, they... Hi. Hey. 
been uh, Washington Fair. I've been to a few times. I was out, actually out to the factory a few times. Have you really? No kidding. But now he's closed. Yeah, down that's a bummer. And yeah, I've gotten to know him a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see him a lot, but I see him on occasion. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just shot him the last in Minneapolis. They did him and two other guys um, went in, and I shot them this past year. Fun. Two years ago, they were in northern Minnesota. Okay. For whatever reason, they didn't do it around the area. Yeah. And I shoot mostly the um, the local polar points. Sure. And I told them, you know, you should really do a Minneapolis one because I want to get pictures of it. <laughs> and I do have some really cool pictures. Of it. Yeah. Do you do uh, Do you do any art photography outside of the editorial stuff that you do? Not really. I do. Uh, I do. I'll do just about anything. I'm doing scenic pictures. I do those. A couple of those a year. I do a couple of weddings a year. Just you know, just about everything. Yeah, that's great. And so, what shows are coming up for you next? What do you know you're going to be shooting soon? Uh, New Year's Day. Uh, that oh, next that's Monday? next Monday. Yeah, okay. Plague of Stars, who was opening for them, was just on my show last night. In fact, oh, cool. so yeah. And there at the uh, Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Shooting them. I, you know, I've got a bunch of stuff in the works, but a lot of them you don't necessarily know until maybe a week ahead. Of time. Yeah, I suppose. So. I suppose. Are you going to be at the Iron Maiden show? No, Dave. No. Well, Dave Rubin and uh, Marcus started it, and they have. They have the ability. They have royal authority to pull any concert. Oh! And I was signed up for uh, Iron Maiden, but Dave pulled it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll be a fun show, and it sounds like it's going to be pretty, pretty visually crazy too. Yeah, that's one of them that I would definitely like to see. It's on my bucket list, but it's not going to happen this time. (laughs) Well, where can we send people to find out more about you and your photography? Uh, mostly Facebook. I keep intending to create a website. I don't know. I just don't have time. There's so, there's so much going on all the time. Yeah, I hear you. But I've got a couple of Facebook pages. One's Sabatka Photography, where I have um, you know a lot of more more of my uh, professional sort of stuff. Sure. And then I have a uh, personal one where it's just Fred Sabatka. Okay. Where there's just you know a lot of. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll send people out to the Sabatka Photography uh, to check out your work and get in contact with you. What uh, what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into the uh, the world of concert photography? I think starting out with uh, you know the in the uh, in the park kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, if you can get into some of the local nightclubs and shoot there, mm-hmm. shooting a, shooting in a low light situation is probably the best thing to do. Yeah. To, to be able to get ready for concerts because mm-hmm. you're going to be dealing with low light just about everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fred, this has been a really fun conversation. Thanks for taking yeah, thanks. the time. Thank you. That was Fred Sabatka from Sabatka Photography, uh, chatted with us uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was great to take some time to learn a little bit more about his work. You are listening to Blast Beats and Bicycles, 91.7 FM, WMCN, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to keep rolling with some great music. Uh, Plague of Stars was in here a couple weeks ago and had a chance to see them at also at the same show that uh, Fred was at. They opened up for uh, New Year's Day down at the Amsterdam, and it was Uh, It was a crazy show. So here is Daedalus, the title track off of their latest record. This is Plague of Stars with Daedalus.
Kuna Noon with Patron Saint, the title track off of their recently released 
CD. Uh, they opened up for Plague of Stars on their joint CD release show uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's about a month ago or so now, and uh, they are around town, and uh, so you should definitely check them out when you get a chance. Uh, you're listening to Blast Beats and Bicycles here at 91.7 FM, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to keep things rolling here. Another friend of the show had uh, these guys in studio a few weeks ago. This is Castor Valor with Black Leather Middle Finger. Black Leather Middle Fingers, what you look at? Yeah. 
This is Curtis Stone. Now, I've cooked a lot of food in my day. Steaks, salads, pasta, seafood, chicken, soup, sandwiches. I mean, you name it, and I've prepared it thousands of times. But even I can't cook enough to feed all of the 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger. That's one out of every five children. Now, luckily, there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last one of those hungry kids. The only problem is getting it to them. That's where the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks comes in. They gather up surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across the country. We call them food angels, and you can be a food angel too. Come on, earn your wings by supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.
All right, that was Impaler with If Death Were a Horse. That's going to be coming out. Uh, it is out now, but it's also going to be included in a great new album that they've got coming out later this month on the 16th, I believe, is the actual date that that's going to come out, and that's their Live from First Avenue CD. They've got a fantastic new record that uh, documents their live show last fall in the main room at First Avenue. You're listening to Blast Beats and Bicycles here at 91.7 FM WM. CN McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to keep the rock and roll going with another friend of the show here. This is Stormbreaker with Break Me, one of their new singles.
All right, that was Stormbreaker with Break Me off of their latest EP. They've got new music coming out, uh, I think, later this fall as well. Uh, that's going to do it for the Metal Hour here at Blast Beats and Bicycles. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will have another great hour coming up here all about bikes. We've got Stephanie Johnson from Save the River Bottoms uh, doing a recorded interview with us a week or so ago. So we want to stay tuned for that. This has been Blast Beats and Bicycles, the Metal Hour at 91.7 FM, WMCN, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota.